I'm Lauren Maxwell, and this is We're All Friends Here. Welcome to Let's Talk, a series of conversations about life's biggest questions. Today, I'm very happy for you to meet my dear friend and trusted confidant, Blair Noble. Blair is the editor-in-chief of Town, a Greenville, South Carolina-based monthly lifestyle magazine on the arts, culture, and style of the progressive South. A food lover, sky watcher, and frequent traveler, Blair is also a soul searcher, overthinker, and hopeful dreamer. Hi, Blair. Hi. It's such a pleasure to have you here. Oh my goodness. It's such a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Always, always glad to spend time with you. And um, I mean, how are you doing right now? We're like six months into this pandemic. And actually, I was thinking my last night in the before times, like my last night out, was kind of with you, which is really sweet. And we didn't necessarily realize it at the time, although we saw, like we sensed what was coming and like we were starting to make changes. Like I remember we talked about how we had canceled being in New York and all of that, but we weren't exactly together having dinner, but we were next to each other, which was really nice. That's right. It's so interesting to think about that really, because it was almost like the universe's, you know, suggestion that you probably won't see each other in the flesh for a bit. It's best oh that gosh, you, right. you know, are together tonight, even though we didn't plan it. Um, yeah. So that's a very sweet thing. It but is. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm doing, I'm doing well. It's been, I'm thankful uh, that I haven't been terribly impacted by this personally um, in the sense of, you know, my finances being, Uh, terribly affected or um, just feeling a sense of isolation. I um, I'm thankful for these things. I'm, I'm able to connect with dear friends and I have been, you know, and, and we've enjoyed some time distance porch time and, you know, comforts of being in a relationship I think have helped. And uh, Mm -hmm. so I'm grateful for these things during this time and, Yeah. Yeah. And as you were speaking, um, first of all, I do think that's so sweet that the, the universe just put us together on that night. And, um, I I love that perspective and I'm grateful for it and I'm glad it happened. But, um, you know, your points all brought to mind this really simple thing, which is that living through this chapter has really, I think made us grateful for things that we took for granted before, which is simply having a job or simply, you know, having relationships that we can call on um, to feel a sense of support or a sense of connection, even during isolation. Right. I mean, it's kind of, you know, things are stripped down now to the essentials in a sense. And uh, I love that really. That's been a theme for sure in these conversations on Let's Talk is like people talking about clarity and priorities, which is really interesting. Um, And I think like a common thread in that is the gratitude piece. Yes. Yes. That's so refreshing. It's it's so lovely to, to think that life is supporting us in these very key ways that maybe we didn't 
see so clearly before. You know, it's those things have come to light because of this time, and it's really nice. That's true. Yeah, that's so true. And it's also just been so striking to see how many people are struggling just in terms of, of course, lives being lost and also livelihoods being lost and industries kind of evaporating. And I think that also heightens the sense of, yeah, when you do have something that you feel that you can rely on, just the gratitude becomes really immense. That's so true. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it is in the face of that, you know, darkness, really, that the other side, they're always, you know, the two sides of an experience, I guess. And yeah, uh, it's unfortunate. It's so unfortunate that people are suffering. Like you're saying, I think it just makes our folks who have some stability during this time that much more grateful for it. Yes, yes. And hopefully, you know, I think it then prompts an urge to share the resources we do have. And maybe that encourages a more kind of interconnected um, form of community than we were living before. I mean, who knows? Time will tell. And you mentioned darkness. And I'm wondering, for you personally, has living through this chapter brought up any particular fears or worries? I think for me, just a general concern for the welfare of, of my friends and my family, really hoping that, you know, nobody gets sick <laughs> and uh, has to deal with any kind of suffering from this experience. I mean, whether it's health or financial or, yeah, any, any sense of suffering. I mean, so that has been my particular concern, it hasn't been necessarily a concern of, I mean, maybe a slight concern about, you know, what if I get sick, but Mm -hmm. really it's, it's not as much that as it is for others. Yeah. You know, um, my, my circle, my close circle, that's, that's really it in a nutshell, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what I'm hearing too, is the sense of helplessness that you experience as a result of that. And it's almost like, you know, so many of us are experiencing that same helplessness on any number of levels, whether it's relating to like our country's response to the virus, our state's response to the virus, you know, um, our cities, whatever it is, our um, workplace. And this is just reminding me that that helplessness that we're all kind of having to face and like reckon with and learn how to live in harmony with like how do you live with that frustration how do you stay at peace when you're existing at the same time as that because you can't necessarily solve it and it's just interesting because like you're feeling that on this level and thinking about your loved ones even though you know you still have a job you still have a roof over your head and all these things and it's just telling me that while our like manifestations of this feeling are like all different based on our experience. Like it's also the same. It's the same and different Mm -hmm, because we're feeling mm -hmm. it in some way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, it's, you know, it is living with the questions right now, truly. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. um, and just, you know, being okay with the, it's kind of like a, it's a bed mate that you just have to, (laughs) it's like you're, you're, you're going to sleep with it every night. And, I mean, I will say that more than typical, I am waking in the night mm, with a yeah. sense of anxiety. And I mean, 
I imagine others are as well. You know, if maybe, maybe I have been thankful in my life that for whatever reason, I've been able to usually just go to sleep and then wake, wake up yeah. <laughs> the next morning and be like, okay, another day. Great. Yeah. You know, and yes, I think generally my, um, I can tell that my anxiety is heightened and I, mm. and I'm sure it has to do with, uh, numerous factors. Yeah, <laughs> that are occurring this year. I know, and it's, you know? it's almost ambiguous, right? It's like yeah. this. It's almost like this looming cloud, and sometimes you can't point your finger to one thing, or like it's not one specific like raindrop coming out of that cloud. It's just this like ominous kind of presence. And yeah, I've heard that from a lot of people about the sleep, about the heightened anxiety, and I think, um, right, it's it's important to to kind of recognize that we are living through hard times and challenging times. And, um, I think learning to write, just kind of live in acceptance with that without trying to like push it away or pull it towards us can be helpful, but definitely not easy. I know. No, porch nights get us through. (laughs) Porch nights are the best nights and we have a fan, like it's all good. It's perfect. You know, the porch night thing reminds me of another sort of like funny dynamic of this year, which is like everyone is trying to gauge and simultaneously respect other people's comfort levels. So it's like, oh, are you comfortable with the porch? But are you, wait, are you comfortable with the person? Oh, are you comfortable with me coming in to use the bathroom? Like, are you like, what, what do you want to do here? And you know, what I appreciate with any kind of caring relationship is the ability to have that openness. Like, listen, whatever works for you is fine. Tell me what you need. That's right. Yes. Directness is, you know, is the, uh, is the word I think of the year it should be anyway. And um, I Uh think that's what, I think this year is forcing us to be ever more direct and it's a, it's a good thing ultimately, Um, you know, not only because of the pandemic, but because of, you know, our experience with racial injustice and um, Black Lives Matter and the, the election. I mean, just all the things that are sort of coming to light yeah. and to a head this year, we're, we're having to become ever more direct and clear about who we are and yes. what we're doing. <laughs> yes, yes. So. It feels like some of those some of those tendencies from the past to lean towards politeness, lean towards, um, we've reached a moment where this eyes wide open, yeah, kind and clear honesty is really the only way forward. That's right. Yeah, I absolutely believe that. I think you're really gifted at that, by the way. You've always had this ability to um, be honest, but in a really caring way. Is that something that you do intentionally or do you think? So nice. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, of course. I mean, do you have to work on it or do you think it just kind of? (laughs) Thank you. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's so interesting, right? How, you know, you hear others saying things to you about how you are. And then in your own mind, you're like, wow, you know, that's such a kind thing to say. I don't. Surprise. Yeah. You know, because it's like the bird who can't see what it actually looks like or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. and I I don't know. I think it's based on a feeling inside. I know, I know what I want to feel and I, I am by no means (laughs) perfect, a saint at at all. But what I'm saying is it's like, there is a true feeling of 
hurt that I am experiencing if I am not directly expressing honesty in a sense. Um, and, and it's hard because sometimes it's hard to know how to be honest because sometimes honesty is, is hurtful or can be hurtful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think we all struggle. I certainly do. I certainly struggle with that. Like, I guess it's just an everyday kind of practice that you too are, you are able to do that so beautifully as well. Mm -hmm. And, and it's like our our values are aligned in that way. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's, I guess maybe that's a good way of putting it. That's the intention is to like express things in a caring way. And right. I agree. Sometimes it's really hard. And, um, but like we were saying, we've just reached this juncture where there's no other way to progress, but you know, I was also wondering if in these months of quarantine and kind of staying closer to home, have you found any sources of joy or delight that surprised you like anything unexpected? You know, I would have to say it is cleaning. <laughs> oh my god! No, I'm just, I'm just joking. I'm oh just my joking. god! I was like, I... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. I was oh about to god. say, like, oh my god, John just said that. No, I know, I know. I'm, I'm just joking. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, I had to go there. Your little, I, your no. little Virgo heart, John. We love you. <laughs> I love John so much. I love him so much. Um, I will say that hiking and just being in nature mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. walking outside. I mean, these are things that I used to, to do, but mm, intermittently, whereas now it's more of a regular happening. And I, yeah. I love that. Uh, I've, I've realized, I think that I am more of a person who needs to be living in a quiet place, a natural place, and less uh, less really city oriented. Though I appreciate experiences of the city, being in nature is is key for me. Oh my gosh! And you know what, Blair? I think that there's really a bigger issue connected to what you're experiencing. I mean, I believe that you know so many of these issues that we're experiencing in the world and in society and politically and culturally all come down to like our broken relationship with nature, with the planet. And I think that in many ways we won't be able to um, fix a lot of our issues that are affecting human beings, not to mention all the other forms of life on the planet until we heal that fractured relationship with the earth. And I think that at the personal level, we feel that. And I think that we need these healing um, patterns of nature, cycles of nature, the things that nature kind of models for us philosophically, like, you know, from the dark night comes the dawn. Um, After the storm comes the stillness. I mean, those are really kind of cliche and simple examples. But yeah, I think that at a really fundamental level, we need that. Absolutely. No doubt about it. And, uh, you know, it's, I'm so interested in the small things regarding nature. I mean, just simply like seeing wetness on leaves, like seeing drops Mm. of, I mean, you know, it can be as, it's truly as simple and as, and as, uh, 
de- you know, t- to the detail is that, but yeah. also just a beautiful sky. Like you mentioned, seeing a beautiful sunset last night and I saw the same and I, and I truly like we connect in that way. We understand the power of that. And sometimes I look at folks and I'm like, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Yeah. You're not stopping. You're not yeah. <laughs> like, what is the problem? You're not seeing the moon yeah. right now. I mean, come oh, on. I was like, about to say the moon. Yeah. 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 And that's one thing I love about you is that you are never afraid to slow down and take those moments in. And it's really an important thing to be modeled in this like fast paced world. Um, yeah, I agree with you. These little details, um, these patterns that are mirrored from like micro to map, you know, how you can see like the um, spirals of the galaxy in like really, really tiny forms here on earth and things like that. It speaks to just the incredible and intelligent, um, like divine organization all around us, you know? I love that divine organization. That is perfect. Yeah. That's so true. I mean, everything is, circles, right? So everything is cyclical. Nature nature mimics that. And as you were saying, you know, in so many respects, the seasons, the circle of the day, uh, um, spirals of the universe. I mean, so that is a, in a circle is infinite, right? So there's so much here that is around us. (laughs) That's so telling, I think about infinity and also how we are connected to that. I feel that and and I'm so thankful that, you know, we can talk about this and you see that uh, as well. Right, right. And it puts things in perspective and it it almost um, puts you in your place in a sense because it's easy for well, it's human to worry about our individual struggles and our individual dramas and fears and pain. And and I think in a lot of ways that's necessary because we have to um, face those things in order to be sort of like part of the, the interconnected whole in like a meaningful way, you know. And so has living through a global crisis illuminated anything for you in that regard? Because you and I talk a lot about like, yeah, our spiritual interests and our, and I think, you know, when it comes down to it, we live in a part of the world where spirituality and faith often mean one thing. And like you and I have always been interested in Mm -hmm. different approaches, other language, like mindsets or frameworks that are more inclusive and like soothing rather than either aggressive or like exclusionary, you know what I mean? And right, right. Has living through this crisis sort of like brought anything to mind for you, illuminated anything or changed your focus? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it has probably made that spiritual pursuit that I have like even more pronounced and, and more apparent that that is, um, very important to me and also could be, I mean, it will always be a part of what I'm doing in my life, but it it may be even more formal, uh, Mm -hmm. perhaps, you know, and I'm like, I might pursue it in a more formal way. Um, I'm not sure what that looks like yet. Yeah. I think, I mean, I'm spending a lot of time by myself, uh, which hasn't happened in a while. I mean, really, if, I mean, I can't think of a, a time, quite honestly, where I've spent so much, t- so much yeah. time by myself. Yeah. Um, and 
I've really enjoyed that. And I do enjoy the experience of quiet and just tapping into, um, especially when I, again, I'm in nature or in a space where I'm able to kind of quiet the mind and kind of the static happening in my mind. Um, I have felt kind of a, a depth that it's becoming more apparent to me that we have access to, you know, and mm-hmm. I think, um, thankfully with the, because of the pandemic and, and how it has changed my schedule and created space for, yeah. you know, s- space to be just with myself and in nature and just, mm-hmm. um, it, it's revealed, um, certainly yes, that, that, there is something always keenly pulling and, and there and have, you know, we can't, uh, it's, we are connected to something much mm-hmm. more pronounced and, you know, uh, greater, yeah. um, than, than our small, uh, it's, it's not a small life or world, but what I mean is it's, it is, um, we have our day to day, we have our, you know, when I was at Mepkin, uh, which is the monastery I visited last October, you yeah. know, the, the vocabulary was, okay, you have your false self and you have your true self. Mm. They are both part, they are you, uh, yeah. you know, the small you and the big you. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, so yes, we're, we're in none of, none of the actions of the false self are necessarily wrong. Like we're, we're having to, we're living as humans and doing our daily things and having our daily feelings and all of it's beautiful and necessary. Um, but, but yes, there is that true self, that bigger self. And that is also who we are and we're connected yeah. to. Um, I mean, that's just a slap shot way of <laughs> going, yeah. going into all of that and what I'm thinking, but, and I don't think that was a word that I just used, but anyway, I just made we'll up a look word. It up. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. That's also what I'm doing during the, pan- during the pandemic. I'm making up words, I'm making up some words. Yeah. That's um. right. That's right. So I love it. Um, no, um, yeah, there's a really similar idea to that in the spiritual philosophy of yoga. And, you know, I think in other traditions, maybe it's referred to as the ego or whatever, but I I love this concept of many paths, one truth and loved what you were saying about, yeah, getting really quiet and getting in conversation with yourself and how that's showing you how connected you are to something greater than yourself and, and really just the the web of life, you know, um, that goes beyond you. And I think, right, like different language works for different people. But at the end of the day, like I know that you and I believe that each person is this divine expression, right? And so that might be going deep into your own wisdom, like getting the big self out of the way, the loud voices, so to speak, the distractions, and then really getting to that inner quiet um, knowledge, I think is, yeah, is what it's all about. And um, I love that that this pandemic has kind of opened the door for you to um, to deepen that relationship. Yeah, I think that's amazing. Yeah, I, I do too. And uh, I believe in the timing of things. You know, I believe we all have a reason for being truly. And, um, 
which is beautiful to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am trusting that what is happening now is going to, for whatever, you know, it's, it's leading us all to our greater purpose or sense of mm. being and mm. we're we're just living it out daily and it's if we can if we can sense and pay attention to it, it boils down in my opinion to moments like daily moments and daily mm. signs and you you unfortunately might lose something a job you know mm-hmm. you might lose lose something big and but then that will lead to another experience that that yeah. just furthers you on your path you know of of living and being mm-hmm. you know I just believe in, in I know path and yeah. timing you know yes yes and and really it's funny because your mind landed exactly where mine did because earlier when you were saying that you know maybe even um spirituality could become more formal for you in some way or take up more of your time or whatever it is. I was, you know, my thought was, it's funny, you know, I wonder how many people as a result of this pandemic will end up pivoting in some way. And it doesn't have to be related to their livelihood. It could be a hobby. It could be, yeah, how they spend free time. And you just said that this living through a crisis kind of boils us down to a greater sense of like our true purpose. And it's kind of the same idea. And I find a lot of hope in that because like we see a lot of changes that need to happen in the world and it can be really overwhelming. And um, I find hope in the fact that, yeah, a lot of things have been exposed. Like the curtain has been drawn. We see, we can, we see their issues we can no longer ignore. And of course, like yeah, we've been aware of those before, but they feel more and more pressing during this time. And um, whether it's healthcare, whether it's housing issues, whether it's um, racial justice, whatever it is. And it's like, yeah, our purpose has been shown, like the path has been shown to us what needs to happen. And now we have the power to, to like walk through the open door, you know, and that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's taking the action, you know, it's seeing, uh, that's another thing I've been thinking about. It's understanding uh, what you, what you have to do and then just simply taking the action to do it. It's not a simple thing, I guess. It is a simple thing, but it's also a challenging thing because um, I think that then plays back to what we were just talking about, ego and small self versus big self, you know, just trusting that, you know, the, the path, the action, the grander gesture will lead to something good and positive. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, we have a choice, we have a daily choice. Um, and so what is that higher choice? Yes, totally. And it comes back to what you said about moments as well, because the, Choices we make in the small moments are what will shape our days, our years. And when you just sort of like amplify that out, it's what shapes the world, you know? That's right. Yeah. Okay. Talk to me about creativity and art making. Um, You work with a closely knit 
team to produce a magazine every month. And I know that you used to, you know, share space every day. And Mm -hmm. of course, everyone's dealing with remote work, but specifically when it comes to like making art or like feeling creative or like feeling, yeah, that kind of like creative flow, how do you think quarantine has supported that or inhibited it? I think that, I think it's done a bit of both. I will say it has supported it. Um, It supported it in the sense that we had to um, get a little, a little more creative in terms of our content because uh, town is not just uh, an arts and culture publication, but it's also uh, about society and social events. And that was a huge part of our content prior to the pandemic. Mm -hmm. We were not going out and interviewing really or photographing people. So we had to, we had to consider, okay, how do we keep this product lively and interesting and to the standard at which we're used to producing? Um, so yeah, that required as, as any creative endeavor as the restaurants have, I mean, it's, it's not nearly as I I feel so I feel, you know, for our restaurant friends and whatnot, but, um, but man, some, we miss them. I know we miss them so much and, you know, they have done an incredible job, uh, being creative and, and pivoting, but, but gosh, I mean, it's what a difficult time really for, uh, artistic endeavors in particular culinary and, and, um, performing arts endeavors really. So, but also, yes, it's hard to edit in a vacuum. You know, it really, it's, I'm, I have found that I'm missing being in the village and, um, just bumping into people or seeing things happen that I didn't realize. Yes. Just missing, um, the experience of, like the everyday yeah. bumping into or conversation that you, the unexpected, yes. right? right. Um, and then it like reshapes your whole day, like domino effect. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And you don't, right. So inspiration comes in many forms. And I, I have found that I miss hearing uh, perhaps of something going on from a colleague or even, uh, even my publisher coming in, you know, yeah. in his excited way with, you know, some kind yes. of information or like pushing me to do something else or different, differently. Yeah. You know? I mean, Just all like of this that- human, like interaction, like energies kind of like colliding, like, yes. yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. 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 It's, it's kind of lacking that, uh, yeah. lacking in the unexpected, the unexpected mm-hmm. thought that, that can just, uh, come about oh, yeah. in conversation when you're around different people. Exactly. Yeah. And you're right. Like you never know where inspiration is going to kind of spring forth. And this brings up, I think like an important question, which is how can we stumble into inspiration even in quarantine? Right. Oh man. I mean, uh, I mean, I th- well, I, yeah, <laughs> no surprise, no surprise there, but, um, you know, I think that's why probably folks are turning more to social media and turning to podcasts, turning to the internet and print, you know, books and magazines and whatnot, um, which is always great for inspiration. But I do think, mm. yeah, I mean, it's like more screen time, perhaps, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah, 
which is which is not which is good and not so good maybe I know. Yeah, I, right. It's a double-edged sword. And I'm trying to think if I've experienced any unexpected inspiration. And yeah, I guess I have. And it's been mostly either, I think, the times where I've been surprised and like this little seed of inspiration has carried me in a new direction. It was like from reading and from listening to interviews with like great thinkers or great teachers. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, we'll keep working on that one. Well, this is, I think what we need to remind ourselves is that we can connect, right? Like we can connect with our voices ever more now that things are kind of, we're not back to normal, certainly not, but, but we're, we've adjusted. We've adjusted. So yes, we're going out and seeing folks perhaps just in a distance way or, um, having time, you know, going for a walk or again, the porch time. I mean, yeah. I think what I am realizing is I cannot, I'm not an isolated being. I can't be in isolation. I have to connect. Um, and we were made for it to be alone. Right. Yeah. The conversations are important. The sharing space and support. Yeah. Critical, I think. And right. I've, I've experienced the same thing and it can be hard because right. You have to make the effort of reaching out and, making it happen. And sometimes if you're like, if you have the pandemic blues, it can start to feel a little bit hard to do that, but um, yeah, yeah, well worth the effort, I think. So have you learned anything about yourself that you didn't know before? I don't know. I think I, I realize I, I'm seeing myself more keenly, perhaps like things that I knew were quirks are becoming <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, wow. <laughs> that's, like, that's I'm really... thinking about the little bird looking in the mirror for the first time. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like, whoa, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> look at this tuft on top of my head here. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, yeah, I think it's my quirks are, are, I mean, I'm getting used to them and you know, Hey, it's, you're, it's, you're living with yourself in a pandemic or not. I mean, you're, you know, and it's like, you might as well love who you are. And uh, so I think that's what it's like. The magnifying glass has been put to, to, I've put it to myself. um, And I see, I see these, you know, quirky things and idiosyncratic things and whatever. I do love a quirk though. I do too. Yes, I do too. And it's harder just, to love in, in ourselves, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, of course, we're always judging our <laughs> <laughs> moves, you know, and, and thinking and overthinking. I certainly am overthinking. But, hey, we are, let's let's just be the birds we are, you know. I love it. Yeah. And what you said was perfect about, like, this is, and it fits in with what you said earlier about how you've had more time to be in conversation with yourself. You've had more time to observe yourself and ultimately more time to fall in love with and accept yourself, which will enable you just to be at ease, be like the truest expression of yourself in the world. That is so beautiful. That's so wonderfully put. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree wholeheartedly. You're here, you know, Yeah. cheers to that. (laughs) Cheers I'm coming over with the, uh, with the bubbles after this. So, Okay, lightning round. What is your go-to pandemic dinner when you don't feel like making anything else? Probably pimento cheese 
and, mm, crack- and crackers. Classic. Yeah. I mean, we've discovered this cheese called palmetto cheese. It's oh yeah. Pimento cheese, but yeah, mm. it's, it is so good. Yeah. I will say that, you know, I'm eating a lot of pimento cheese. I don't know. I don't know why. I think because it's just, it's like it's something, easy, right? Yeah. It's easy. It's easy. And, and it's comforting. Yes. And it's just really perfect when you're starving and you just come in and you're like, I need, mm-hmm. I need something. And it'll, no. it goes great yeah. with an after work cocktail or a glass of wine mm-hmm. or maybe lemonade, which I've been drinking some mm-hmm. of late. Lemonade That's and funny. actually sweet tea, which I used to when I was growing up, but yeah. I, I stopped doing that. And then and I mean, for a long, long time until yeah. quarantine for some reason. Oh my God. I love how you're like sweet little Southern ladies yes. coming out. You're that like, I'll take the pimento cheese and the sweet tea. <laughs> that's another thing that's, yeah, that's coming out. That's happened. And uh, we're, it's just deep. That's been deep within, I guess. Everything is coming to the surface. Been waiting that's been, to come out. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So any like, best source of entertainment, like something that's lifted your spirits? Well, I'm a, I'm actually quite a puzzle fanatic. I mean, it's a, I, I don't know if it's necessarily a spirit lifter as much as it is like a, uh, as much mm. as it is something that helps me reset and refocus and just something that entertains me. So for example, the New York times, I have the crossword puzzle app on my phone and so I will, I will, you know, attempt a crossword or there's now this, this one game on there where you can find words. It's called like the spelling bee or mm-hmm. something of the sort. And yeah. you just, I don't know. I'm just uh, a little, a little obsessed with those sorts of things. And again, it's, it's just something that I turn to and I'm feeling a little anxious or feeling, yeah, um, it's like busy the hands. Exactly. Quiet the mind or something. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it just sort of brings me into this new experience of focus. It's the best. Yeah. yeah. Blair, oh, it's man. been such a pleasure to have you here. Thank you for doing this. I'm excited oh, for everybody to meet you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lauren. This this has been so fun, honestly. You're welcome, Lauren. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening today. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to We're All Friends Here. You'll get an email once a week on Saturday mornings with an essay or a conversation about the struggle and the beauty of being alive. Take care out there and I'll see you next time. Oh, did I cut you off? No, no, no. no. I was just going to say good stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Big stuff. Good Good stuff. stuff. Yeah. Um, It is. It's like our favorite stuff. It is.